last time on Multiclass Theater. That's my job. <laughs> Welcome back to the second season of Multiclass Theater, the role-playing podcast with class. And an overarching plot that I'm sure the players will remember eventually. Multiclass Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast and contains adult language, fantasy violence, pop culture references, and terrible fake accents. If those don't bother you, then settle in and enjoy the show. Last time, Mist and Silway found Rotan in the depths of the Odal's compound, alive but dazed from his interrogations. They managed to exfiltrate more easily than they infiltrated, largely thanks to a fiery distraction orchestrated by Trevor and Gruber. And they had just had that carriage detailed, too. They all regrouped at the house of Rotan's sister-in-law, Erin, where they learned that no one comes back from the Red Fields. Erin remarks that death may have been better for her husband. Oh, and I guess Silway is a princess? I'm sure that will come up again on Multi-Class Theater. As soon as Trevor blurts that out, Silway sits up quickly from the bed and, like, claps her hand over his mouth. She takes her hand off. Oh, I'm sorry. I just... Wait, what do you mean you're a princess? Okay. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking of, like, King, Queen, and the princess, right? Yeah, like, you'd you'd be queen of of Tyr, all. It's... And he suddenly gets up off the bed, gets down on one knee, and bows to you. Silway just sort of, like, stares at him. Like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm so sorry, my lady. Get back up here and stop that. Oh, okay. Look, it's it's not, I'm not, like, there's no queen of Tyr, right? Tyr is, is ruled by a council, right? And on that council are noble families, and all those noble families are considered princes and princesses and our children are also princesses so I'm I'm not the only princess in Tyr but there's yeah that's my official title wow but not anymore it was an actual princess I'm, I'm never going back to Tyr so I'm not really a princess but I was well I mean you you are to me well that's very sweet but no you're wrong oh I don't think I am Oh, no, she shakes her head. No, stop it. Stop it. Like, just don't repeat that, okay? I don't want it known. I like being nobody, okay? Okay, I won't. I won't say anything. I I promise. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know what name to use. You don't know what name to use? Silway. My name is Silway. Silway, okay. Well, I mean, but you told me it was Samara, and then you told me it was Mara, and then, and then Silway, and I, it's all, it's a lot. I know it's a lot, but it, look, I, I, I have to hide. That's what happens when you hide from people. You have to change your name, and you have to, you have to lie. Um, but who, who are you hiding from? Who would know you over here? That my family would. But, but, is it? Your your lake city afar away? Yeah, but they have they're they're powerful. They have they have influence in nightfall. They have they have maybe even in Roth. The the lady that was 
she's like they, they're looking for I know they're looking for me they would that's the thing they would do they would try to find me maybe they already know I don't know but I don't want them to know where I am Trevor tentatively reaches out a hand towards yours and waits to see your reaction and if you don't pull it away he takes your hand and he looks at you you can count on me so way I won't tell a soul she when he reaches over to her hand very awkward about it she's like doesn't move her own hand and just like stares at his hand as it slowly moves over and then I think the eye contact makes her uncomfortable when she looks away she's like just just don't don't Yes, thank you. Don't tell anybody, please. And as as you look away, he yanks his hand back. I I think I'm gonna go down and and see if she needs any help in the kitchen. And Trevor scampers out of the room and down the stairs. Don't tell them. She calls after him as he scampers away. <laughs> uh, missed. Make me another perception check. <laughs> Eight. Yay. Well, my first roll was a three. <laughs> Let's see if I could do worse. Nope. It's a two. <laughs> okay, once again, you hear Silway yell something, but you cannot quite make it out. A few days have passed since you first came to Aaron Erickson's place. You've laid low a few times representatives of the Odal have showed up at the door and asked to search the place. During those times, you've had to take shelter. One time, Silway and Trevor crawled into the coffin together to hide from the Odal. Uh, really? <laughs> it was awkward. Wait, the coffin, like the coffin table, the 12 person coffin? The coffin table, yes. So this table isn't just a table, it opens up. It actually opens up, but it's actually a table. It's actually oh a coffin, gosh. literally made into a table. I love this table even more now. I was picturing just like, <laughs> it looked like a coffin. Now it's an actual... It's, it's an actual fun, functional coffin table. And you like it partly because it technically belongs to one of your characters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All I have to say is that man was an artisan. Yes, that guy. I don't remember his name, but he was an artisan. Wait, it's the same coffin table? Oh, of course it is. Yes. She had it shipped. <laughs> like, literally shipped by ship. It turns out. Yes. So here, here's what I'm thinking. I'm trying to figure this out myself. I'm like, what's it, what's it, what's the dad's name? Wiley. 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 I think Wiley basically said, get this thing out of my goddamn house. <laughs> but, but like, is it collapsible? No, I don't no. know. I just... <laughs> they had to hire a lot of people and it cost very, a lot of money. Often <laughs> stacked like that's, and it got on a ship, and it sat there in the hold, <laughs> and it got hauled up the mountain road. Dracula oh shipped God. himself by coffin. I don't understand why. <laughs> Not a coffin like this. It's a coffin that twelve people consider. Him. Oh my goodness. Okay, I like it. It's canon. <laughs> <laughs> and Sylvia and Trevor had to hide inside the coffin table at some point. I'm gonna say this is when Sylvia decided to unlearn the detect thought spell. She was like, I can't handle Trevor's thoughts anymore. I think that was probably a wise, wise decision. <laughs> All right, so that happened. Yes. So you are, uh, you have been resting. It has been several days. Several amorphous days, so we are back up to full hit points. 
You are back up to full hit points. All spells have been returned. That is lovely. Plus one level. Plus one level, yes. Everybody now is level seven, except for Trevor, who has managed to make it up to level three. Aww. Yay, Trevor. And he is now officially a scout, which is incredibly useless. But <laughs> fitting. Uh, this would be a great time to attune to these magical items, but Rotan would not do that. <laughs> I have a ring of jumping, a circlet of booming, a hammer, which I don't need to attune to. No, correct. Uh, a fancy, oh, a fancy carriage. Oh. Had. Past tense. <laughs> now you have fancy firewood. While you're all in conversation, Aaron comes in from the other room, carrying a tray which has sliced cheese and sausage on it. Uh, Gruber does not wait to be asked twice and dives right in and starts stuffing his face. Aaron just kind of crosses her hands behind her back and, and clasps them and says, Oh, I so, saw... Um, are you going to just hang around here for a while then? Seems you're in a hurry to go somewhere there. I mean, uh, the longer we stay here... <clears throat> the longer we stay here... Oh man, that's really good. The longer we stay here, the more danger we kind of put you in. Well, we only came here because of Rotan's vision. Is he? Have you had any more visions, Rotan? What are we supposed to do? No, I have not had any more visions. I think that our task ahead is clear. We must go to these red fields and figure out what mischief the ODL is up to. Oh, there's some sensible talk. Yeah, that that would be great. I, you know, I, you're welcome to stay here as long as you want, but you know, I, I, you know, I can't help worrying about Iggy, and and I hope Iggy is okay. And you know, if he's in the fields, you know, that's not a good place for anybody. So, what are we looking at in these in these red fields, like? Who, oh, who's, who's, I don't know if defending them is the right word, like... Oh, you know, I don't know. No, we're not allowed to go there. Just, you know, so, um, I think the Odal, you know, they kind of, they kind of watch over things. And I kind of assumed that, you know, they watch over the place. But, you know, I've never been out there. Like, you, if you go out there, you don't come back. So, you know, we don't go. Hey, side note, who was here first? Like, were you all here and then... The Odo rolled up, like, why don't we establish ourselves at a little base over here and then we're going to protect all of you and stuff? Or or did they create a safe haven that the town then built in? Or, like, what's the relationship? Like, who was here first? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. That, we've been here for a very long time. We've been here for about, oh, I don't know, like 300 years. I guess it's one of them, um, you know, sort of chicken and the egg kind of problems. Do you have, do you have eggs and chicken? Sorry. Thinking with my... Never mind. What? So these these red fields, what are they? Oh, they're the red fields. You know, there's... um, I guess there's fields and they're full of the, the red fire blossoms. So, you know, um, I kind of don't know much more than that. You know, they're apparently like that you keep following the road out of town and eventually you just sort of hit them. But, you know... Are they more than a day's walk away? You know, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Probably not, considering, you know, the Odal is... I don't think it's that far, but, you know, I can't, I can't say. Sorry. Sorry, I just haven't been out there. Hmm. So we walk until we find red fields, and then we look for... Glorer. We've had worse plans than that. Yeah, try, like, the last three episodes. I say we go. 
let's go see what's there. I agree. Um, does this mean we're going on another adventure? Yes, Trevor. You do, you do know how to identify adventures now. I'm learning, sir. <laughs> um, Trevor, we might need someone to scout ahead in the red fields. How are you at scouting? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty good. I'm good at sneaking, and I know how to talk, and I think that's all that's required. <laughs> okay. Those are, like, contradictory skills. No, you have to see, then come back and tell what you saw. <laughs> okay. I, I, okay. No, I, I, I understand now. I see we bring Trevor along with us. He and I have been training for the past couple of days. Is that what you call it now? Yes, that's what I call it, Mr. Training. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's a really good teacher. She showed me how to do this thing with my hand. It it was it was really impressive. It, it's not... It, no, Trevor, you're making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it sounds like. You, 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 it's how you hold the dagger. Uh-huh. No, that's, uh-huh. that sounds bad, too. Okay. I do not know what is happening here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. I... I taught him how to make magic with his fingers. Or his hands. His hands. His hands. <laughs> so when are you going to teach him how to make magic with his mouth? That he already knows how to do that. I didn't have to teach him. Oh, does he? Good <laughs> on you, mate. God damn it. Somebody plops onto a Davenport and just shuts up. Okay, there. Um, so this this conversation's kind of taking a turn. So, you know, I'm going to just... I'm going to kind of leave you here. Um... You know, let me know if you want to be like, you know, hot apple cider or something for your, your little journey. Uh, but otherwise, uh, you know, I'll be in the kitchen. And Aaron walks out of the room. Wisely. <laughs> All right, let's go. No more talking about this. Let's just, let's just go. Sure, maybe Trevor can show us how good he is at sneaking around back doors. So, uh, um, wow. Lots on pack there. Um, it is currently the morning. Uh, maybe around 11 a.m. I say we leave now while it's daylight and look for the red fields. Then if we want to sneak around at night in the red fields, we can wait till dusk. Only most of us have dark vision. Half of us have Depending on how many vision. are coming. I assume Gruber's not coming. Oh, well, I was going to ask, sir. Um, should, should I come, sir? Do, do, do you have need of me, sir? No, Gruber, this could be very dangerous, What we are, what we are about to do. Well, yes, sir, but I've... I've missed you, sir. Yes, but, well, we have been cooped up for the last few days. Oh, yes, sir, and they've been wonderful days. Yes. So, ah, uh, well, uh, how do you feel about danger, Gruber? Oh, I don't much like danger, sir. Well, then perhaps you'd better stay here. I suppose you're right, sir. I guess I'll just stay here with the misses. Yes, do that. Does this mean we're going? You notice in the course of your conversation that Trevor has left uh, the room and actually went sprinting up the stairs, two stairs at a time. And a few minutes later, he comes down fully dressed for travel, wearing his cloak with a backpack on his back. He even has his hood up. Well, I guess that settles it then. Right, Trevor's coming with us. Um, okay. Uh, alright. He walks out the door. Cool. So we get into our gear, if we're not already into it, and we depart.
you cautiously make your way around the outskirts of the town and slip through the eastern gate. The road before you starts descending through the forest. It wraps back and forth several times as you get lower and lower into a valley. The trees beside you sway, covered in snow. Several times strong gusts threaten to blow the snow from the trees on top of you. The snow crunches beneath your feet. After several hours of walking, in the distance, on the side of the road, you see a small lean-to with a single person standing inside, leaning against the wall. He's dressed in furs and has a very bushy beard. There is a gate stretched across the road, attaching to a fence post on the other side. Beyond the gate, the road continues off into the distance and bends around a corner. So, um, do you want me to sneak up and take a look? Sure, kid, let's see what you got. Okay, yes, sir. Trevor takes off through the forest, and all three of you can see him very clearly skulking his way towards the hut. He gets pretty close when all of a sudden you see the guard flinch and stare into the woods right where Trevor is. I will cast Minor Illusion to make a sound somewhere that is not where Trevor is currently standing. We'll say it's a cracking tree branch. Upon hearing the noise, the man startles and leaps out of his lean-to. Hey, who goes there? Who's, who's, who's back there? Hello? Who's back there? This isn't funny. Trevor has begun to creep closer. Should I go talk to him? Well, I suppose if it, get, if it goes poorly, we could, you know, subdue him before he could raise an alarm. Unless he's evil, then we can kill him. God, you're quick to do that. All right, Mist, you and I should go talk to him. Roton might draw attention. I think they might be looking for him. Yeah, that's a fair point. So I should stay here? Uh, yes, yeah, stay here for now. Doesn't seem very heroic. You are correct. And she walks forward. So while you're walking forward, you see that Trevor has managed to sneak himself all the way up to the lean-to and is now pressing himself against the side of it. Well, Silway is just going to walk up in plain view and go see the guy. He turns around, and he startles slightly when he sees you coming. And then as you draw closer, he says, Oh, sorry, folks. Road's closed. Sign back there should have told you. What's what's the problem? Is it is it out? Oh, it's, you know, it can't really go this way. You should have you not come this way, but it's... It's okay. You could you could go back now. It's Isn't this the main road? Oh, you know, it's it's one of the roads. Well, yeah, but like how long is it closed for? Like like we're we're passing through. We can't really pass through until the road. Well, nothing I could do about that there. Um uh it's sort of been closed for, you know, um my accent I was drifting into Canadian again. Well, then let me at least pitch it down so it's not like Aaron's. So yeah, road's closed. It's um there's been um one of them, uh, avalanche, that's it, yeah. Close the road back down there. Sorry. What if we just go anyways? Avalanches don't scare us. No, can't have that. Wouldn't want you to get hurt. Be on my conscience, don't you know? It's, don't, don't keep going. That's, it's not worth it there, young lady. 
Your, your conscience is clear. You gave us ample warning, and we chose to ignore it. That's all on us. Not your fault. Your conscience well, is Well, no, fine. see, it's sort of kind of my job. I can't really let you go that way. So, you know, um, you know, why don't you go back to town? That, that, I think that would be for the best there. I, I'm going to keep walking, and if you want to stop me, you can try. And she just keeps she starts walking towards the gate. He is going to try to grab you. Dexterity save? <laughs> I don't, I, well, you're the grapple queen, so... <laughs> Is it a grapple? Is he trying to grapple me? It is. He, she, he's trying to grapple you. All right. Well, then it's an opposed acrobatics check. Oh, yeah. 22 to avoid being grappled. You easily slip away from him. He doesn't even get his hand close to you. And you kind of contort yourself out of the way. I think she's kind of being theatrical about that and just keeps walking. Oh, Tay, there. Come on. Come on. That wasn't fair. Come on back here. No, no. I, I'm going to go be... I'm going to put myself in danger. No, it's okay. no, that's no fairy. I don't, I don't want to do anything serious. You know, I got, I got a sword here, so you know, I d- don't make me use it. You know, I, I have a sword too. She pulls out her dagger to show it to him. Oh, that's not really a sword there, and he pulls out his sword, which is much bigger. If you want to swing at me, feel free. No, I don't really want to swing at you. You know, I, it's, but it's my job. You understand how? I mean, these no things... one's, no one's making you swing at me. You don't have to swing. Just. You know. Well, you know, I kind of got hired to do a job, and, you know, in terms of my contract, if, if I don't honor that, then what am I, really, you know? This whole conversation, Silway is just walking forward at a steady pace. No, hey, come back here. And he kind of jogs after you. You kind of turn around to taunt him, and you see Trevor emerge from the side of the lean-to with his club in hand, <laughs> and he swings and cracks the guy in the back of the head. Good job, Trevor. The guy stumbles forward and falls face first into the snow. Oh, I got him! I can always count on you. Well, that's fun. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the guy. How how injured is he? Uh, he's bleeding profusely from the head. Uh, I'd like to try and do something about that. I I can. So uh, tell me if this works. So I, just as as she leveled up now, learned to spare the dying cantrip. So I'm hoping that she could just use this to, like, staunch bleeding or whatever. Yeah, that would work. You would stabilize him. And that's what she's going to do. She'll just kneel down and, like, kind of touch his bleeding head and make it stop. Okay, and you close the wound. He is still unconscious, face down in the snow. Then she'll drag him over into his lean-to where he's got a bit of shelter and just let him sit there, slumped over. Okay, give me a strength check. Unless somebody's going to help you. I mean, Mist is standing right there, so yeah, I'm going to help. I, I rolled a three. I'll make Trevor the <laughs> carry this the heavy thing. Well, roll uh, roll again with, for advantage if Mist or somebody else is helping you. Uh, that was a natural 20. <laughs> oh, there you go. So Mist, you and Silway drag the guard back to the lean-to and stuff him inside. Comfortably, like... You know, not like, ah, heave-ho, but just like, let's... We could, yeah, pop up in his chair so he's just sleeping. Make sure he doesn't go into shock, put his feet up. <laughs> he dozed off his work and banged his head really hard. So we will call back. Signal! Oh, signal! Jesus, that's not our thing. <laughs> Rotom comes, comes down the road. Oh, I got him, sir! Oh, he's dead? Oh, uh, I don't think so. He's not dead, he's fine. I stabilized him. Oh. See, he's fine. Very good. Yes, Trevor's looking very proud of himself. 
you start your journey down the road. As you make it about 10 or 20 feet down the road, the wind begins to pick up and howl across the road. Snow blows from the trees, making it difficult to see. The farther you go, the more the wind intensifies, almost as if it is trying to hold you back. Nice try, wind. You push forward, holding your arm hand up or your arm up before your face to shield your eyes from the blinding snow just blowing across your path. It gets so bad you can barely see in front of you when suddenly the four of you stumble forward into a bright light. You open your eyes to feel the warmth of the sun upon you. Around you, birds chatter and small animals frolic. (laughs) As you find yourself no longer in the winter wilderness, but in a temperate pastoral landscape. Before you, a small narrow path winds between broadening red fields spreading out in both directions. Beyond the red fields, towering above them, you see a sturdily built stone keep. You are suddenly very warm in your heavy cloaks, and the snow, which had clung to your boots, quickly begins to melt. Zoe turns and looks behind her. Is there, like, snow behind us and green in front of us behind you you see the road continuing into the distance but it appears to go through a leafy wood much like the wood you find on either side of the road you currently stand on i think she's gonna walk back down the other direction they came from and see if like she reappears in the winter or not you take a few steps and mist roton see silway vanish And Silway, you find yourself in the biting cold of the winter road. When I turn around and look back where I came from, I see winter in front of me. So I walk two steps forward. And you reemerge into the sunlight. Oh god, she's back! I think she's going to do this like three or four more times. She's going to go back and forth and back and forth. (laughs) Each time you do that, Trevor exclaims, Oh no, she's gone again! Oh wait, she's back! Oh no, she's gone! <laughs> On oh, the third no, time, back. you take damage. <laughs> Wait, stop doing that! You're freaking me out! <laughs> Silway stops messing with Trevor and stays on this the, the warm side of the, the dividing line. Obviously, this is either an illusion or a dream. I don't think dreams work this way. Illusion? Let, let me check. Roton pinches, pinches himself. I strain to see through an illusion. I'll cast Detect Magic. You discover that the entire area in front of you is magic. Can I tell if it's illusion magic? Uh, It is not illusion magic. 
is teleportation a school on its own or is it tied to something else? Conjuration, I believe it's what it's part of. Yes, you are correct. Conjuration. But it's... There's something strange about it. Silly wouldn't know what strange magic from regular magic. <laughs> Silly wouldn't know, no, but there, there's something... I think it's more of a portal than a illusion. I think we moved somewhere. We were physically moved. I think so? I don't really know how magic works. There is that big tower over there. Something tells me that probably the way towers tend to be placed, uh, there is either... There is either a villain in that tower, or or we have stumbled into another bottle episode. Let's go find out. We're off to see the wizard in the tower. It's more than a tower. It's it's a keep, like a castle, like a proper... Is there a, a settlement or villages around it? Farms, a barracks, blacksmith, stables. Yes, there are outbuildings that you can see. Um, like a small village, uh, and you can see smoke rising. But it's sort of downhill going towards the keep, so you can see. Uh, you can't see over the edge, but you can see the keep, you can see the village, you can see the red fields. It's only one way to go. Let's see where this road takes us. Forward? Home. Yes. Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 11 of season 2 here on Multiclass Theater, and if you're still sticking out, uh, sticking it out with us, we appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Since you've been listening to us for so long, we'd love it if you'd go over to Apple Podcasts or uh, wherever else you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And if you really like what we're doing, we do have a Patreon uh, page over at patreon.com slash multiclasstheater. We know things have been really tight, so anything that uh, you happen to throw our way, we do greatly appreciate. And speaking of Patreons, Diana? Well, speaking of patrons, I'd like to offer a special thank you to Jenna Mitchell, who has become a patron of Multiclass Theater. Thank you so much, Jenna. I hope you are enjoying the show. Thank you so much for contributing to our little happy, crazy silly world yay Yay. Um, I'd also like to say we actually have a sponsor now yay what did Cheez-Its finally get back to us no unfortunately they didn't you'd think they would after you know their all that (sighs) product placement oh man such such gold product placement too yeah it really was I mean it is my great pleasure and honor to introduce you all to Thorned Heart Studios. Thorned Heart Studios brings you high-quality sterling silver and brass statement jewelry to elevate and enhance your style. Designed in New York City and made in the USA, Thorned Heart Studios brings you jewelry for every lifestyle. Goth, glam, rock and roll, and classic with a twist. Check out their amazing collection at thornedheartstudios.com. That's Thorned Heart Studios. That's T-H-O-R-N-E-D-H-E-A-R-T-S-T-U-D-I-O-S dot com. Be fierce, be free, Thorned Heart Studios. So, um, and uh, I should probably add, well, two things. Thorned Heart Studios is run by my wife, who is the lead designer, CEO. Uh, She played the part of Little Bear on... 
the anniversary show, as well as the Herding Cats episode. And she is also in the process of designing Silver Sisters rings, which will be, I won't say replicas, but will be actual physical rings that each one of the party has on their finger right now. So you too could have your own Silver Sisters ring. Uh, but it uh, it does not offer um, fire resistance. I probably should put a disclaimer on that. <laughs> That's good. That's a good good thing to think about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have you tried it to confirm this? Or are you just assuming there's no fire resistance on no, these No, I'm just assuming that it, there's no, um, you know, because I haven't figured out, much like Rotan, I don't know how to bind to it. <laughs> we have our first sponsor and our first lawsuit. All right. <laughs> Uh, so, um, yeah, I think that's about all I have for today. I mean, I don't know. How, how are the rest of you guys? Anything new? Anything happened the last week? Nothing's going on like, here. Like no, it's, it, I mean, it, it was a pretty quiet week overall in this country, I think. Yeah. I just can't think of anything that happened. No. Uh, maybe next week will be more exciting. Well, I live, I'll tell you, I live in Florida, so I can guarantee nobody's been talking about any big things happening down here can't imagine why well maybe we'll get something next time uh for now we'll go ahead and get back to the show yeah that sounds like a good idea uh so enjoy the rest of the show adam do you have anything to add i'm not adam i am brutalatron ender of mid rolls <laughs> good night everyone so there's that <laughs> so you began your journey down the road and you approach the fields beyond the edge of the forest. And as you get closer, you see that the fields are full of people. There are humans, there are lizard folk, and most surprising of all, there are orcs who seem to be tending these fields. I don't think Zoe's ever seen an orc before. Or... Yes, she has. Oh, in the... Okay, she's seen one, be... she's seen one before, but like... You wouldn't find them in Nightfall or Roth. They don't they don't live in civilization. Well, actually, all three of you give me a history check. Oh, I'm good at that. Lies. Eleven. Six. Seventeen plus one. Oh, Rotan. The history master. Rotan and Silway, you know from your time hanging around uh, in Roth that... The orc question has been long debated and that nobody knows what happened to the orcs following the war 300 years ago. It may have been surprising to see the one, but to see many, many orcs is astonishing. So is the common belief that they were eradicated 300 years ago by quarter? There are several different schools of thought. One has them that they were actually eradicated, that, that they died in the fire and any survivors were executed. There is another theory that they left for the south and they set up a civilization uh, in the southern parts of the continent. Uh, there is another theory that they actually left the continent altogether to go across the sea. And there are even weirder conspiracy theories about them being the actual shadow government that pulls the strings, uh. you know, because people are people and they're going to believe what they're going to believe. Most people, though, 
tend to think that either they were eradicated or that they fled to the south. Those are the two most common beliefs. Can I just say, I love that in a world where there are actual lizard people, the conspiracy is built around orcs. Would these look strange to me? Because we have orcs back where I come from. You do, and so they wouldn't necessarily look strange, but you have not seen any. Um, you have not seen any outside of that one that you encountered in the cage way back in episode two. You, you have not seen them anywhere. You know, you're not sure what, you know, necessarily the lizard folk or the humans are doing here, or anybody's doing here for that matter, but... Ah! Orcs! I'm going to approach uh, one of these, I guess, workers. Uh, good morning. The lizard woman that you approach doesn't seem to pay any attention to you. She continues her work harvesting some of the blossoms. Uh, sorry, don't mean to don't mean to disturb you, but um I I was hoping I could ask you a question. I'm looking for someone. You see her turn to the orc standing next to her and say something, but you can't hear what she says. That's Odd. Let me try. Hello? Uh, Rotan, uh, they ignore you as well. Can I do an insight? I want to see how out of it, if they, or how conscious they are, I guess. Uh, 15. They seem very lucid. Uh, I'm going to try poking her. I guess a cat-like tentative poke. You go to poke her. And your finger goes right through her, as if she's not corporeal. Like an illusion? Like an illusion. Sylvia does the same. She just like, but she like dies straight in, just like sticks her hand right into the lizard woman's shoulder. Um, what are you doing? Well, that's unusual. I think it's a ghost. Poke, poke. Oh, ghost. Ghost. Slap, 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 slap. Let me try. Like a ghost. Uh, I I try and poke her. Uh, you try to poke her, and you do the same. Your hand does the same thing. I want to walk through her. <laughs> While you're being incredibly disrespectful to these li lizard folk and orcs and other things. Whoa! Hold on. Who's being disrespectful? To? Silway's being disrespectful. Silway is. Tap tap tap. Excuse me. Is not disrespectful. <laughs> I was not saying that. I was saying Silway was. Think think about how rude, how rude it is to just ignore somebody like this. <laughs> Thank you, Rotan. The lizard woman takes a step down the row, bends down, uh, inserts a, a trowel into the earth, and yanks out the fire blossom. And when she stands again, the fire blossom is gone. What What do you mean the fire, like, the flower is just gone? The, the flower is gone, and you see it, and she places it in a basket that she has on her arm. But she's, she places something in the basket, but we can't see it. Like the entire, the entire plant disappears, or just the, the blossoms? Y well, yes, no, the, the entire plant. She, she pulls the entire plant. She harvests the plant. Whatever shape she's in, whatever condition she's in, 
whatever she is, she is able to interact with the plants. Can can I poke the plants? Like, if I poke the plants, are they physical? Yes. Do you think they disappear? Or do you think they are going somewhere? I think they're going somewhere. They're, they're harvesting them. Ah. Is this how farming normally works? I've never done it. I don't think so. Most of the farmers I know you can touch. Do you know farmers, Trevor? Is this how they usually work? Uh, well, I mean, that's how they harvest, but usually, like, you can touch them and talk to them, and they yell at you to stop stealing their carrots. So I made a roll to see if Rotan's going to do something reckless or not, and he's going to do something reckless. So Rotan's going to head a little ways down the row to uh, the plants that haven't been harvested yet, and mm-hmm. and he goes to like the next one in line, and he's going to like put his hand firmly around the stem of the next one in line, and like maintain his grip as she grabs it. Okay, Rotan, give. Give me a strength check. <laughs> All right, that's a 22. I think I might have just broken the game. This is where, as a DM, you're just like, I assume they're just going to like walk up and see what's going on and continue on, but now they're like trying to break my, my world. As, as I told you long ago, I am fully prepared for <laughs> whatever I throw at you, it's going to go sideways. <laughs> I there's a little piece of me that hope that is hoping that Rotan becomes ethereal right now. <laughs> it's like I said, what is the dumbest thing we could possibly do? Assume that we will do that. <laughs> Rotan, you watch the lizard woman move down the row. She sticks the trowel in the earth, presses down on it, and yanks up on the plant. And it doesn't go. It doesn't budge. And she tugs at it. And still, you're able to maintain your grip. She plays a tug-of-war with you for a little bit. And then sort of shrugs and moves on to the next one. Uh, I want to grab that one. Is Rotan wearing gloves? Yeah, is Rotan wearing gloves? (laughs) If it's 80 degrees, probably not. (laughs) Okay. I mean, (laughs) let's be real here. All right, uh, Rotan, strength check again. Oh, there's a one. Okay, <laughs> that's a natural one. Once again, you grasp the plant, prepared to hold it. She sticks the trowel in. She yanks it, and it slides through your fingers. And she's easily able to remove it. But as it slides through your fingers, it releases a small puff of red dust, which you inhale. Oh, God. All right, cool. And you are once again intoxicated. Oh, 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 oh. here we go Damn again. It. Rotan, uh, not again. I'm fine. I'm fine. Did, did you see that there? Rotan, in the field on the other side of the road, there is a column of green light shining up from the ground towards the sky. Do any of you see that? See what? The light. The, the green light over there. Rotan, do not go towards the light. No, I think I think I think there's something over here that's important. What? What? what you? Th- you see dead ancestors? Definitely don't go toward it. 
I'm being heroic. You should follow me. I don't think <laughs> and you he are. starts walking. Damn it, Rotan. Towards the green light. Is he wearing a cape or a cloak? No, he took it off. Alright, I think Sulu's gonna grab, like, I'm trying to grab on the back of his armor <laughs> to try to hold him back. Okay, strength check. Strength versus strength. Ooh, 17. Ugh, 8. Wow. That's not how I wanted to go. Yeah, well, he's stoned, like. Okay, so Silway, you grab onto the back of his his sort of collar, and you are holding him back. Hold on. My legs do not seem to be working. Rotan? Rotan? Stay here. What? Well, why not? What? You see a mysterious green light that none of us can see, and you want to go towards the mysterious green light. I do. But you don't know what it is. Well, you don't know what it is either. I don't, can't even see it. It doesn't exist. Exactly. I don't think it's really there. I don't, you, you're just seeing things. You, you touch the flower again, and you're seeing things. But if it's not really there, then why can I see it? I don't know how flowers work. <laughs> if it's still there when you're sober, then we can go there. Uh, Rotan, are you going to try to fight your way through? I am. <laughs> okay, strength check again. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, man. 20 non-natural. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Rotan it tries to yank Silway off her feet and storm forward, but she digs in. Strange. It seems that I cannot move in this direction. I'm stronger than I look. <laughs> Perhaps some sort of magical shield or something of that nature. Um, Mr. Cat, should we do something about this? It's just missed. Why do I have to go over this? I mean, what? She's got him. What, you want me to go look at this green light? I I don't know, but it's just they're fighting. I thought... Well, perhaps perhaps we can walk around it. Uh, and so he's going to walk, change directions, and walk sideways. Right, that seems a fair compromise. Can we at least stay on the road and not walk through the fields? Okay, uh, strength check again, because I think Rotan's trying to yes. pull away, but just by a different direction. Mist is going to create a blocker zone to push Rotan in the direction we want him to go. Okay, so clarification request, though. I see, Rotan, are you trying to walk through the fields or just down the road? Uh, down the road. Okay, then she's not going to resist that. She's, she's fine with him walking, wait, towards the keep or away from the keep? Towards the keep. Okay. It's slightly towards the keep. It's more across the road in the fields on the other side of the road. Well, as long as he's walking on the road towards the general de general direction of the keep, I think she's going to consider her martial arts prowess successful in having redirected him towards the proper path. The four of you are walking down the road, and I would like all of you except Rotan to give me a perception check. <laughs> Thanks. 17. 19. Okay. Uh, from the road, you see in the center of the field to your left what looks like a burnt circle amongst the crops. Rotan, you also see a burnt circle, but it is in the same place as the column of light. Silway will gesture, point towards the burnt circle and ask Trevor, is that normal farming stuff too? Um... No. Oh, you see it too. Huh. Why would they burn their crops? 
What are you, what are you pointing at? There's a burned circle in the middle of the field. Yes, with the green light. There's no green light, Rotan. There is a green light. Mist, is there a green light? Well, I don't see a green light, but if there's an overlap between this weird burnt circle and the green light that Rotan sees, uh, now my curiosity is piqued. I told you there was something over here. All right, hold on a second. Silvercast, detect magic again. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can walk forward again. <laughs> Damn it, Rotan. Ah, oh, I can. <laughs> Okay, Rotan begins to walk forward. Silway casts Detect Magic. And Silway, the area ahead is glowing fiercely with a very strong magic. Does it look like a column of magic of any kind? I would say yes. All right. She sighs heavily and says, Ugh, dang it, I think he's right. (laughs) There's a column of magic over there, right there, where he says there's a column of green light. Fun. What do you got on it? What type of magic? I don't know. It's a. It's. Is it. Is it green, Diana? Does it look like green magic? It's green magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's of the school green. <laughs> it is not a school you are familiar with. You cannot divine its origin. I, I don't know if it's green or not. It's not a color I've seen before. Huh. I didn't know there were other colors. Wow. No, still plays high. I see colors. <laughs> but can you taste the colors? I am not going to go lick the column of magic. <laughs> Maybe we should order a pizza. <laughs> Dude, let's get pizza. Let's all get pizza, but like in our respective homes, and then we'll pretend we're eating pizza together, and it'll be awesome. See, now we're just high out of character. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, so Rotan is, is anybody following Rotan at this point or is Mist reluctantly is. You cross the field to the circle of burned crops. And for Rotan the column of green light. And for Silway the column of magic. And you look down in the center of the clearing, and you see someone has drawn a circle and splayed out within this circle is a corpse. Oh dear. Covered with sigils that have been branded and carved into the body. Do I recognize this body? Oh, we've seen this before! (laughs) Rotan points (laughs) excitedly. (laughs) It is not the same body. The person is different. It is... The person is male. It is a man. But it is not the same body you saw before. Rotan, to you, the sigils are glowing. Would I recognize the sigils as the one that gave me the sense of breaking from the previous corpse? Yes. The body is glowing too. Is it glowing? Yeah, so wait, to you, the sigils are glowing as well. Alright, I need to pocket some of this red stuff. They, they are kind of glowing, actually. They, I think they're magical sigils, and they look very familiar. Do we recognize at all the corpse? No. Mist, these are the same, same sigils from the last corpse. Is this another ancient? Does it, did I get the sense that this was an ancient corpse? Give me a insight check, but I'll give you advantage. Uh, a 1 to 12, so 17. 
Thank you for the advantage. <laughs> yes, it is an ancient. The corpse of an ancient. It is. It's an ancient corpse. Another one. Okay. A, I'm starting to think that they are not nearly so immortal as I've been led to believe. B, they also seem to be uh, becoming endangered. And C, this is really bad. Well, immortal doesn't mean they don't die. It just means they don't age or get sick. They can still be killed, which is why there's so few of them anymore. Well, also because somebody's carving sigils into them and leaving them in fields and in front of weird sex cult buildings. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, Rotan starts muttering under his breath, uh, and he's going to cast Detect Evil and Good. Hmm. Oh, I love when the DM gets this quizzical look on her face. Like, oh, they're doing stuff I didn't think planned for. <laughs> I know if there's an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of me. Similarly, I know if a place or object within 30 feet of me has been magically consecrated or desecrated. Then the answer is yes. The, the entire circle glows. Like you get a sense that the entire circle and the body has been deconsecrated. Deconsecrated. Desecrated? That's the word I was looking for. There we go. It has been, it has been desecrated. Yeah, you're, you're right to be concerned, Beast. This is... There are only so many ancients left in the world, and now there are too few at her. Something's very, very wrong here. Somebody's using their corpses for, like, a purpose. I mean, one corpse, it's like, okay, somebody's kind of freaky. And is, this is like ritual killing shit. Yes, I get the sense, same sense. These sigils, they... They have something to do with breaking. I don't know any more than that, but that's I recognize enough of their language. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is like breaking something out of confinement. Like a prison break? Well, yeah, basically, but... Hmm. Breaking of wards, perhaps? Yeah. What sort of hideous thing is being kept behind wards that are so powerful that you need to basically murder and desecrate an immortal to break the ward? And why do it in the middle of a field of red flowers and in Griffin's Perch's courtyard? <gasps> These are where those circles come from. The circles from the map. Do we still have that map? Do we have the map? I believe you have the map. Map from Brotherhood. I do have the map. And Miss produces the map <laughs> after looking at his inventory list. <laughs> I assume if it's not on my sheet, Mist either has it or it is lost. <laughs> Alright, Silway grabs the map and unfurls it to the western side of the map and points at it and says, See? So there's there's lines and there are circles. And the circles are right where we're standing right now in this area up here in Vankala. I assume they were in Vankala still. Don't be teleported somewhere. Well, that's the thing is, are we still in or anywhere near Vankala? But that could be two reasons why ancient corpses with sigils are in these two places because this map shows a circle in Nightfall and a circle in Vankala. Why are you smirking? Stop smirking! I'm just enjoying this. Why? Well, because I've been waiting for months to... Dance puppets! Dance! For, for this conversation. <laughs> to, to reveal this, so like... <laughs> Mist, Mist, my metagaming sense tells me we're onto something. <laughs> While you're in conversation, uh, Trevor's been milling around on the outside of the circle. And suddenly you hear him go, ah! and tumble forward into the grass. 
you hear some scrambling and you hear, um, oh, guys, guys. Trevor, get out. No, guys, here. Roton steps forward. Uh, you step forward and amongst the burnt brambles of the crops, you see two charred skeletons still wearing their armor and weapons. Oh. Roton pokes at them. Do, do the ar- does the armor seem characteristic of any particular organization what we may have encountered? Give me an investigation check. Missed. You're so dumb. You have such good instincts, but you're so... Oh, 16. That's not terrible. Okay. You, uh, looking over the armor, you find, uh, though it has been burnt and faded, you find sewn into the hide of the sort of leather jerkin that they're wearing over their chainmail is a flower. The red flower of the odal. Detect magic is still up. Is the armor or the skeletons glowing in any way? No. No, no. These people are very solid. Are these skeletons yes. are very solid? Yes. I think Silway is still on the perimeter of the circle, not wanting to go into the burned area. What do you see? What's going on? Uh, I see dead people. Looks like, uh, two odals. Two odals? Uh, they're, they're definitely dead. One of them's smiling at me. It's okay, Trevor. They're dead. They can't hurt you. Uh, I don't think that's true. Are they moving? No. Then they're not going to hurt you until they move. He kind of crab walks back, backwards on his hands and feet, uh, away from the two corpses, and then scrambles to his feet. Well, I think there is good news and bad news here. What good news do you see? Ah, well... Anyone who keeps this as a lawn ornament definitely is evil. So that means that the villain is in that keep over there. So the good news is that there's a villain nearby. Ah, well, I was thinking more along the lines of this not being a bottle episode. But, uh, yes. Good news, we are advancing the plot. (laughs) Well, then what's the bad news? Ah, ah, well, the bad news is, is that I win. The... Bad news is that you win. Yes. Yes. Silway wanted evidence, and this is evidence. Do you believe in the might of Timora now? Rotan, <sighs> we're talking about magic, not goddesses. We are. We're talking about goddesses, too. She told us to come here, and look what we found. Ah, uh, fine. Do you, do you somehow knew to come to Vankla? Yes. I'll give you that. I'm not going to say it's a goddess yet, but somehow you knew this. I'll take it. We'll convert you yet. Before that happens, I say we figure out what this place is and where, who is in that keep. Yes, well, shall we go uh, knock on the door? Either that or we sneak in again, because that always works out well. I would like all three of you to make a perception check. Only a 12. 11. 17. Rotan. You suddenly hear the sound of lute strings playing a soft melody coming from the forest tree line to your left. Oh, (laughs) he looks up. Do you hear that? Apparently not. Nope. Failed my uh, check. I I hear music. Okay, Rotan, you're high. (laughs) (laughs) Is this like the green light? 
you, only you can hear it and we can't? Yes, but for my ears. Um, I, I can hear it too. I'm not sure that convinces me that they're not both crazy. Newts. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's like a song. It kind of goes, do 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 do. Yes, it's doo, like doo, the Japanese theme song. <laughs> Silly, are we high? <laughs> I can't hear the music. <laughs> Maybe. Do, 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 do. All right, I'm saving some of this red powder. Let me just say. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's not a bad tune. Well, Silly will look in the direction that they're pointing. Give me a perception check. Ah, much better. 22. There seems to be a person watching you from the tree line. Right. Maybe I am high, and now I see a person over there where they're pointing. Let me take a look with my cat eyes. What do your cat eyes see? Fuck all. I rolled a uh, 6 plus 5 is 11. Alright, I say we go figure out who that is. We're being watched. I do not think they are the villain. How do you know? They're they're a shadowy figure on the periphery of our vision. That sounds ah, very villainous. But they're not in the keep. Well, good. Then they can help us find out what's what is in the keep. Don't you ever read? They're spying on us, Rotan. They're watching us. Yeah, well, you spy on things all the time. That's that's a fair point. You're right. They are definitely. Not Trevor, will you shut the hell up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You spy on things all the time, as I was saying, and and you're fine. I I I I can't argue with that. I just because somebody is spying doesn't mean they're evil. Rotan goes. <laughs> Rotan starts walking towards the music. Okay, Trevor follows Rotan. Silly follows as well. You exit the fields, and you climb up the small hill that one of the small hills that surround the clearing and creep your way into the forest beyond about 30 or 40 feet into the forest you come to a small clearing on the other side of the clearing is a small rock formation in the center of which is a small natural cave standing outside of the cave with a lute in his hands is an orc when he sees you he beckons you forward. Okay, but but what rock type are we talking about here? <laughs> Diana, you said, you said rock formation. I'm gonna say it is a. I'm gonna say it is a small limestone cave. Ooh, good choice. <laughs> All right. See, if I was a DM, I would have said it's a gray cave. The rocks are gray. Also, also a good guess. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm learning. Rotan calls out. <laughs> Hello. Oh, good, good orc. Uh, we heard your music. Yes, come for, come forward. Come, come. Join me here, please. Won't you? Ah, very good. <laughs> Rotan walks forward. Silway will follow, but I think she has her hand on her dagger hilt in like a not subtle at all fashion. Miss nudges her as he walks by. Oh, lighten up. He's... Lurking menacingly on the edge of a forest. We've never done that before. But we're the good guys. As Trevor exits the wood line and comes into the clearing and sees the orc, you hear him exclaim, Oh, holy shit, it's an orc! <laughs> How does the orc respond to this? Uh, he 
face palms. It's, it's your boyfriend. <laughs> He's not my boyfriend. He's just some guy that I'm dragging around on the on, on, keeping on the hook. Yes, I I am an orc. Um, please come. Yes, come. Please sit, won't you? Please. Uh, Ro- Roton will will come over and and sit down. Uh, wherever he's gesturing. Please give me a moment. I would like to uh, prepare some tea. Give me a moment. I, he, this, your friend has fallen under the spell of the fire blossom. I, please sit, 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 sit. And he proceeds to light a small fire in the entrance to the cave and begins to boil water. You know, you don't need to if it's too much trouble. Oh, no, you need... You definitely need. You need some tea. You are. Oh, those eyes are going in different directions. I don't know. It's not so bad. It's <gasps> actually not that far off from his usual mental state. <laughs> yes. Well, why we wait for? Why we wait for the water to boil? I should like to say that it's. I am very happy to see you all once again. Once again. Who are you? Do I recognize him, Diana? Is this the orc from the cage? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, you can all roll an inside check. 13. Uh, 15. 13. Yes, you all recognize him as the orc from the cage. I I confess I was... Um, I was not myself when we last met. I, I apologize for my very rude behavior. Yeah, we like busted you out and you closed yourself back into the cage. That was weird. Uh, yes. Well, there's a reason for that. As there is a reason for most things. That's okay. I don't think I'm myself this time. No, you are definitely not. What What does this stuff do? Uh, well, the Fire Blossom is... It is a very powerful medicinal herb. I would also call it... A drug... If you would, it depends on the dosage. Ah, oh, uh, what, what, what effects does it have? Well, it can alter your state of mind. And combined with magic, it can even separate you from time itself. Does it, does it remove inhibition? I imagine so. That's odd. I don't feel any different. Maybe I don't have inhibition. Yes, you're normally so inhibited, Rotan. <laughs> I don't know, uh, possibly. But pray tell, sir, are you co- co- corporeal right now? Are you corporeal? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Can I poke you? I would prefer you did not. I'm not asking if I can actually poke you, but if I were to poke you, would I hit something? Ah, uh, yes, I am very much real. We are in the same time, you and I. If that should make sense. It does not make sense. You mean like mountain time? Central time? Uh, Well, you see, I don't understand exactly how it works myself. But you see, this land in which you find yourselves is itself out of time. As are the people who inhabit it. As are all those people you see in the fields. That is why you cannot interact with them. Oh, so how 
old are we right now? I don't know. He gives a quizzical look to Mist and Silway. And how old are they? He points out back towards the fields. Oh, various ages, but some have been here going on 300 years. Is that a big number? How is that possible? I have a vague idea. You understand that I have only recently pieced together what I know. But it would seem that following the war, the royal magician, on orders of the king, created a prison. Uh, I guess some sort of pocket dimension, if you will. Something outside of, I don't know, the reality as we know it. And that is where you find yourself now. Are we, are we somewhere actually on the continent or just displaced? I do not know. Fair enough. I am not a wizard. Who are you exactly? You haven't told us your name yet. Oh, my apologies. My name is Gramok Firebrand. I was one of the lawmasters of my people, a storyteller, and if you'd like to know, I, I fell ill. The keepers of this prison thought me dead. They threw me in a pit. I don't know how much time passed, but I awoke surrounded by corpses. It was horrifying. I was dazed. I was disoriented. I was not myself. I ran. I ran for the woods. But soon I found myself in the snow. I stumbled south, I guess, in search of anything. When I was set upon and captured by a fat man who wore that hat. Well, he's dead now. Ah, good. That at least makes me feel better. He reaches over to the fire and removes the kettle and pours the liquid into a small cup, which looks like it has been hollowed out from a tree branch. And he passes it to Rotan. Uh, drink, drink this. It will help. Uh, what, what is this? Uh, it will help uh, you recover your senses. Ah, oh, my senses are fine, thank you. And he sets the tea down beside him. They are not. And he looks once again to Mist and Silway. I believe your friends should take this. Well, you could try force feeding it to him. He seems to be bad at strength checks recently. Drink the tea, dude. It's like 80 degrees outside. Fine, put ice in it. I <laughs> shave water to create little ice cubes for his tea. Now it's iced tea. I was hoping for some water bending, like make a giant stream and like shoot it in his mouth. Uh, that's right. He is basically a water bender, isn't he? Kind of am, especially with that alchemy jar. <laughs> Rotan, drink the tea. Why? It will help you. It ain't gonna hurt you. He's he's offering it. It's a gesture of goodwill. It would be the right thing to do. Other reasons. It's a stranger offering you a magical concoction. What's the what's the big deal? So I decidedly not helping. <laughs> it occurs to me that I may be the most sober one here. 
<laughs> are you folks? Are you folks listening to yourselves? <laughs> because the advice that you are giving me is very uncharacteristic. <laughs> yes, we're normally the cautious ones, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although maybe maybe Roton is just like your your drug rat now. Like, oh, what does this red liquid do? Hey, Roton, come, come. I'm gonna cast on Roton. Oh my god. Well, no, actually, that doesn't really work because he, I would assume he already regards me as friendly. You're, you're gonna charm him? Uh, yes. <laughs> I was yes, gonna get. Yeah, I was gonna cast charm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll he, be honest. He, I was he tends charm. to regard people as friendly who he should not regard as friendly. Though, also, we did discover, if you remember, last season that Rotan is immune to charm. Oh, that's right. All the more reason to try it. Well, I'm I'm not immune to it. It's just hard. It's an advantage on saves, right? Yes. Immune to magical sleep. Not immune to regular sleep. Right. Well, drink it or not, I don't really care, but... Rotan, do you seriously think we don't have your best interests at heart? After everything we've been through in the last few days, let alone the last month, do you really think we don't have your best interests at heart? I I trust you two. I'm I'm just curious. What will happen to me if if I don't drink this? You'll remain intoxicated. Yes, uh, you will. Um, you will continue to suffer from the drug. Uh, then your body will begin to go into withdrawal, and you will crave more. And uh, shortly, you will begin to feel pain. You will become uh, feverish, and it it is not pleasant. Oh. I tell you. Yeah, that doesn't sound very pleasant. Um, he drinks the tea very fast, and then, like, <laughs> it's very hot. Okay, it, it's, <laughs> well, no, it's still, it's cooled down because Mist oh, okay. created ice cubes in it. But it's, so it is Oh, he did the, that, okay. He did that. So uh, the temperature of it is very refreshing, but the tea itself is very bitter. Okay, yeah, he definitely does, like, spray out the first sip. Ugh, oh. Sorry. Oh, down the hatch, boy. Uh, he drinks the rest. All right, you drink the rest, and its effects are not instantaneous, but you feel your head starting to clear. So, how did you wind up here? I I came back. I came back to free my people, and free everyone who is here. Ah, oh, how is that going? Well, uh, not. Well, hmm. it is just me. I cannot seem to wake them. How do you free them when they're out of time? Whatever that means. Well, that is the question. I do not know. How long have you been here in this cave clearing thing? I have since you released me. So two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> it's Six probably months. been a, a month by now. Do you know who's in the, the keep up there? Uh, they are the ODL. They are the keepers of this prison. Do you know if they have brought any recent new prisoners? Um, yes. Come to think of it, they have. It was a man. A tall man. With a beard. And that's about all I can say, as frankly you all look very much alike to me. Even me? 
I'm not a tall man with a beard. No, I understand men and women, but beyond that, you are all vaguely the same. So, yes, a bearded man who was tall. He didn't look like me. He squints as he looks at you, Rotan. Maybe? <laughs> Rotan covers up the, the lower half of his, <laughs> like, chin. Um, maybe? Well, I can tell you he did not look like you. And he points at you, Silway. Or you. And he points at Mist. Ah, that might be my brother then. And he was much older than this one over here. And he points at Trevor. And Trevor looks quite uncomfortable with being pointed at. I have come here to, to try to rescue our family. Then it would appear our goals are aligned. Yes, it would. We rescue Glor, we rescue everyone else. How hard could that be? Sounds like a plan. Let's go. <laughs> a prison built by an ancient king. All prisons are built by ancient kings. That's who builds prisons. I mean, is the king still alive? Uh, that's a good question. Who runs the Odal? The Odal is run by someone who calls himself Sir Percival. The guy from the statue. That's a problem. Oh, yes, I, they do like to make statues of him. Didn't he die hundreds of years ago? The statue back in Vonkala? Yes. Yes. I mm. believe so. This could be one of his descendants. Again, I am not as well-versed in human history as... Perhaps he's out of time as well. Perhaps. Well, we go in, we enter the keep, we find out how to... Free the prisoners, and then we make our escape. What about you, Mr. Grandma, Grandma, whatever your name was? Are you a fighter? Do you have skills? Can you help us? I am a storyteller. I am an artist. But I have been known to raise the morale and inspire those around me. He's a bard. Does he look like a young orc or like a strong orc? He's older. I mean, he, he does look very fit and very strong, but you get the sense that he is an older orc. You look like you could handle yourself in a fight. I could, but it is not my first choice. I believe in the power of the word. And the power of the song. And the power of the story. What was this war you mentioned? Could you tell us the story of that? Long ago, when this land was young, we orc were the rulers of all you see around you. From the mountains to the sea, we ruled the Northwest. We were at peace with the Korok. We traded freely with the Tyrans. It was a time of prosperity. Three hundred years ago, the Rothians arrived from across the sea. Believing they had discovered a new world, they claimed the land as their own. They set about conquering and subjugating all who stood up to them, or in their way. Naturally, we fought back. The war was long and fierce. We had pushed the invaders back nearly to the ocean when from the ranks of the invading army there arose an immortal demon 
The Rothians call this man the hero, but we call him Muktachtar. Which propriety will not allow me to translate. He, along with his halfling sidekick and a vainglorious knight, waged a campaign of terror and destruction against my people. The deciding battle was fought in the grain fields of Udrandar, outside a keep on top of cliffs, besides the sea. The Muktaktar used himself as bait to lure our finest generals and most of the army into the tall, dry fields. There he sprung his trap. The fields erupted in flame. My people were consumed. Few survived. The agonized screams of the dying haunt me to this very day. escape the red fields? Will they investigate this ancient as thoroughly as the last? Will they remember anything they just heard? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater. Dirty, obvious. Uh, kitty. Kitty, kitty. Okay, I need to turn on my camera. <laughs> Sit with me. Come on, come up here. Oh. There he goes. Morpo rejects your invitation of sitting on the couch. <laughs> that is exactly what his voice sounds like. Oh, but he's doing the thing where he rubs his tail against you. <laughs> it's like, no, you have to come and pet me. <laughs> I tried to pick him up, he wouldn't let me. Sounds like a cat. It took a long time for Leaf to trust us enough to pick him up, and we basically mm. had to play oh. him with treats. <gasps> oh. Hi. Hi. Kitty oh. on the couch. Hey, Morbo. Wanna sit with me? What's the name? Morbo. Morbo? Yes. After the Futurama character. As, as in the news monster. The news monster that wants to destroy the Earth and never quite gets around to it. Seemed very cat-like to me. Yeah, a very good name. And I think Silly would have some feedback of like, I heard it differently from what I was taught in school or something like that. C- could, could I have well, the I don't, I don't, I I don't know what ex- I don't know what you would have heard actually. Yeah, that's, that's a question. question. Like, what do they like, what do they teach in tier? I I mean I think tier is mainly tier focused, and I don't I'm not sure. I don't. Well, I imagine there's a footnote of like, and then the invaders came and drove off the natives or something like that. And that's you know, like the I mean, <laughs> definitely the, you know, the orcs have one version of history and Roth has another version of history. I'll have to put some thought into that. What it, 
Yeah, what does what does Silver yeah. think of the whole rocking yeah. history? Yeah, you'll have to. Yeah, it's, I mean that's something you're gonna have to think of because it's it's definitely outside of tears. But I I like I'm definitely on the side of the orcs and their view of history in terms of what happened. Aren't you biased, DM? Then. Well, yes. I well, <laughs> that's kind of been clear through a season and a half now that the Rothians are not great. 